intro. Kelly B here, Queen B with me, and Love welcome it. to I'll Have What She's Streaming, everybody's favorite podcast about television. And by everybody, I mean me and B's. Um, Correct. Correct. <laughs> and, you know, I if guess you everyone else. To it, it would be your favorite, too. Exactly. Exactly. So join the bandwagon. It's literally the place to be. Correct. So uh, I guess let's let's first talk about how we're doing. Hey. Uh, it is May Day. It's Already gonna be May. I know. Uh, time is. I'm holding my ear. Yeah. <laughs> that's how you. That's when you know you're really singing when you hold the ear and you get the chin up and You have to have the the, the pinky in the air because it makes oh. the note. Oh, you know. It, that's how it hits. That's how it hits. Yeah. Maybe we should re- visually record this podcast as well because people are missing out. I think right now yay, they yay. really are. Because I don't. I'm not a singer, bro. I, maybe <laughs> the listeners can tell, but um, yeah, whatever. Um, haters are gonna hate. Uh, so, uh, I'm good. You know, uh, May isn't May Day like a holiday or something about um workers or something? I. I felt like today was there was something I exactly know, <laughs> but I felt like there were less people outside on a Monday than there typically is. The normally, correct. Uh, for my work commute, it, who knows? Who knows? Correct. Yes, it is May Day, and that means. Um, I mean, this isn't what you know our podcast is about, but I, I think it should be an educational correct. podcast as well. So yeah, it's a oh astronomy. Damn, I just googled this. I don't think this is correct. Um <laughs> when I hear Mayday, I think of an SOS call for help. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mayday, but that's not what this is about. This is about um like springtime festivities. Like this is when they would they would wrap a um the pole. The, yeah, the maypole. Bada bing. Got it. Boom. All right. So anyway. I guess we need a TV show, a documentary or something about that. Because about I, don't, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Nobody put that. Because then I'd watch it and I would be able to tell you a lot of things. 100%. I Right now, I don't have any facts. Uh, I Googled <laughs> it real quick. And I mean, you know, I got a little bit out of it. Tried to connect some dots. but <laughs> So I think we should probably talk about something, I guess, that we've seen or whatever. That we know about. <laughs> that we know about. <laughs> yeah. Which we probably still don't know to some of y'all because, you know, we're not critical experts. This is not Rotten Tomatoes, but my opinion, Hell's opinion, is valid. A hundred percent. Probably more valid than, you know, a lot of folks that y'all be listening to that don't have credentials either. So, you know like valid. Yeah. If if it feels good, ride the wave. Uh so we should get some advertisers too. Just I'm just no, for real. You know what I'm saying? I, if y'all wanna promotable. Yeah, if y'all wanna hear about yourselves, your businesses on our podcast, definitely hit us up because we I mean, if people are taking recommendations about TV shows from us, they might take recommendations about anything from us. Correct. What is your biz? Exactly. Let us know. Let us know. We're curious. So yeah. uh what have we been watching lately? So actually. Bianca recommended um, two really interesting TV shows to me uh, on Amazon Prime. 
these so let me these, wait, pause before you get into that. Let me just tell you how this happens. It's yeah. me watching a show for about three episodes and saying, it's just worth texting Kells about. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then I get to about the third episode, I just text like, are you watching this show? <laughs> it's amazing. Or it's trash and you need to watch it anyway. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's it's, how it starts. That's typically how it starts. Uh, and so it actually took me like a week to get to it. I was like busy. I had like some DJ gig and some other big things and I was traveling a lot. So I didn't have time to like sit down and actually watch this show. So finally I did. I had like two days in a row where I could kind of just vibe out. Yeah. And so I was like, bada bing. The first show is called The Power. So when I first saw the ad or whatever, I was like, Tony Collette is going to be like, you know, a uh, political figure. And she kind of looks like she has an attitude in the whole show. I And this is just from the little trailer, okay? So, and um, also you, you learn like girls have some some superpowers maybe and they yeah. you know, they don't know what to do everybody's a little scared you know bada bing which, bada booms which to me honestly I think I appreciate it more because we see so much about everyone like you know you think about Avengers and like Marvel and stuff like that and you know you think that the world will just like naturally readily embrace you know, someone having superpowers because that is the narrative that we get thrown all the time. Is that like there's saving in the world? It's Batman, it's Superman. But when you get out to the nitty grit, that shit's kind of scary. Well, it's definitely terrifying. And I think that one of the Marvel movies, like the newer Marvel movies, have kind of started to talk about that. Like, you know, the Avengers got in a lot of trouble for like blowing up some country or something, you know? Yeah. And they were like, hey, you guys have to, like, stop destroying Earth to save people. Um, And I agree. That's always disturbed me mightily. Like, when you watch superhero films, it's like, they're like, oh, we beat this big monster. But it's like, you destroyed downtown, you know, Gotham or New York City. City. Exactly. Billions of dollars of damage. And not to mention, people live in all of those buildings, friend. Like, these are tall ass buildings and these are it's sudden attacks so people would just you were dead bruv like you lived on the 69th floor and now you are you're done son so you're perished uh i actually i thought it was kitschy i i when i before i watched the show the power i was like i it was giving i was like thinking heroes maybe charmed you know yeah it, it felt like corny girl power right yeah so I was like, whack. So <laughs> honestly, I was like, nah, I, I don't think I'm going to vibe with it. So I started watching the show. I learned very quickly John Leguizamo's in it. Now, maybe you don't know about me, Kelly B, but I love John Leguizamo. Yeah. I love John Leguizamo. Okay, I think I, I've seen several posts that you posted like in the years about John Leguizamo. He like literally. Okay, so when I was a, a when I was a young warthog, <laughs> um, when I was really young, I saw like it was late at night. I thought it was like a like Loki. I thought it was like a dirty movie or whatever. But it was <laughs> it was like John Leguizamo had a special called Freak. Um, John Leguizamo's Freak and it was like basically him telling his life story and he played every single character his mom his dad his uncle all of his friends a teacher he played every single character told his pretty much his like from 
childhood to like maybe high school age yeah. maybe maybe 21 22 right and um you know he talks about his dad cheating and his mom leaving his dad and it's this but in character in character and i thought it was brilliant and it was the funniest smartest thing i'd ever seen and i to this moment go back and watch it from time to time and i recommend everyone do you can buy it on youtube that's how i watched it recently i bought that shit on youtube and um it was like 4.99 worth it so anyway I, he made me think that one i could be famous in a way that felt authentic to me you know what yeah. i mean and he made me think i could do comedy and he made me think I could be funny and, yeah. and tell stories in a way that was compelling. And yeah. you know what I mean? Because at the time, stand up, the idea of stand up was so intimidating to me Correct. that what he was doing just felt way more accessible. So I, you know, fell in love with the dude early in the game. And then he was in Spawn. And then he was in Two Wong Fu, Julie yeah. Newmar. Thanks, Julie for Newmar. Everything. <laughs> And, bruh, if you haven't seen this movie, you're missing the whole game, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, when you're living under a rock, I don't care your sexual orientation, your anything. If you have never watched Wesley Snipes and Patrick like, Swayze uh, and Patrick John Leguizamo, Powerhouse, great movie, beginning to end, watch it all the time. I am going to watch this Freak episode, uh, special, though. I Watch Freak, man. And he's got a couple others, but Freak was definitely the best one. It's the first one, but there's another one called, like, Sexaholics. And then another one, the name it's I can't happening. remember. And eventually he got to, like, like a, uh, a Broadway show where he, like, pretends to be, like, a teacher. And he teaches you like the history of Latinos because that's what he's on now. And I Correct. support that, you know, obviously, you know, Latinos are a huge part of everything in like really not even just this country, but the whole world and just don't Literally. get the representation. So I'm I'm on I'm on I'm on board. But so he's in that jump. <laughs> All that to say, John Leguizamo's in it. And so I was like, I was way more committed to continuing the show. I'm not going to lie. Like okay. that helped me. You and know sometimes what I'm saying? there's that one thing that just needs to, you know, send you to the next level to keep watching. Literally. Right. Because so I'm watching the show and I'm like, all right. OK, like they, we get introduced to a bunch of girls real early on. Yeah, And I'm going to admit that I'm only like halfway through the show. I think, I don't know what happens in the second part of the season, but I'm basically in the part of the show where we have learned that these girls have superpowers. And these girls okay. tend to be um, like what, like 12 to 19. Say between the like 14 and 12 to 19. 12 to 19. Like exactly. Uh, yeah. So it's basically like, and I mean, if we're going to be real about it, it's like part like the most vulnerable girl slash young woman population suddenly get superpowers absolutely that's what it is what you think what you think gonna happen in that show bro what you think gonna happen (laughs) what you think happen in that show i mean (laughs) honestly it's kind of scary to think to give young girls at such a vulnerable age that type of power but if you think about society, that's really the young people are the ones who start to speak up and mm-hmm, get mm-hmm. the voice. And it, it really, um, I was impressed that the story kind of went into like Saudi Arabia or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They hit the Middle East. Yep. You're seeing these oppressed, you know, girls 
gain this independence and this power and all of a sudden political real quick all of a sudden with the quickness no for real like she got real real heavy real deep it wasn't like let's go save the world it's like a bunch of uh, man hating, woman hating. What do they call that in Little Rascals? The He Man Woman Hating Club. Yeah, that is it. And mm-hmm. they have formed an alliance to basically say that, like, this evolution in women is only happening because men didn't take back their power, and men have been emasculated, and their voice hasn't been heard. And so, of course, crimey man tears. Literally, it's like so. <laughs> The storyline is women get some brand new genetic, you know, evolution marker. And the first thing men do is make it about themselves. Oh, this ding dong. It. Yeah. I mean, LOL, we should have known. Right. But, oh, but let me tell you what I learned from watching this show. For me, it really boiled down to, you know, a real simple phrase. Um, Because here's the thing. A lot of people did get hurt when them <laughs> girls got their superpowers. Okay, not they gonna did. lie, because these, you know, their brand new powers. Y'all seen the superhero movies when the people get their powers? They don't know they how to use them. Yet. It. It's like the, you know, they, it's emotional at, at first. You, they have to go it's, off or into some dungeon rage. to figure out how to control the power, right? Correct. So these girls are going through the same thing, bruh. So I'm not going to, I can't be mad at them. It's like a baby giraffe learning to use its legs. No, for real. <laughs> so, um, but what I realized is that everybody would have been okay. Like nobody really would have got hurt if they, and this is the phrase that everything boiled down to for me was leave them girls alone. Now here's the <laughs> thing. Like, yeah. it's like, if, if y'all like, if I think the show, if anything, just proves how much we bother these little girls to begin with, because Correct. it's like almost all of the time someone gets hurt, especially early in the show. It's like off some regular stuff because you were yeah. bothering that girl. Don't put your hands on that girl. Don't, Don't say no disrespectful thing. Exactly. It, if you had left that girl alone, she would have minded her own. You know what I'm saying? Maybe she she wouldn't have to zip zap. She wouldn't have to zip zap zap you. Correct. You know what I'm saying? She would have used her power for good. Maybe you could have had free solar power or some <laughs> shit. You don't know. Had you just left her alone in the beginning, left little Becky Ann alone, she wouldn't be lighting your ass up from the inside out. Straight like that. Straight like that. And so for me, it was like, even, you know, like, you know, one of the little girls, she hurt her brother or whatever. Because, and LOL, I might sound petty or wrong for this or whatever, but he he took the remote and tried to turn the channel. Now, I don't know where y'all come from. I don't know what kind of household y'all grew up in, but I don't, listen, you would have gotten zip zapped all up in my home, okay? Zip zapped for me. Don't I'm you see I'm watching this. You see no. I'm watching this. So um, you know what I'm saying? Again, leave the girls alone. If I come home, no. my leftovers gone. I'm out of line because you got zip zapped. Come on, correct, stop. Stop. correct. You should have just left my leftover Applebee's in the refrigerator and let me keep on going about my business. Because you know you didn't go to no Applebee's. You know what you I'm did. saying? You, you know get you the didn't. So I'm saying, you know, it's an emotional time in a young woman's life. I I can attest to this. Leave them girls alone, bruh. If you're not, you know what I'm saying? 
like you were saying, when they probably like one of the most intense moments early in the show is when they go to Saudi Arabia and it's basically like the girls realize they got the powers. And yeah. then the boys, here's the wild part. The boys still attacking. The boys yes. still step into the girl. Like you see a girl with superpowers zip yeah. zapping, minding her own. And you go up right. to her and you're like, you're not allowed to do that, sir. You need yeah, to mind your business. Correct. Not only that, also you see the older women condemning and chastising these young girls mm-hmm. for feeling their power. Not only that, you come to realize later on in the show, small spoiler, not a big one, that this power is transferable between other Yeah, women. yeah, yeah. So and and, that and the that's young what made it scary to the older women and that's when they are like all right maybe these powers are not so bad after all because oh girl here's the thing these young girls they've been held down for a short period of time you hit 44 and and your whole life men ain't let you live let you breathe come on fellas you're not safe would you you want the power oh i want want the power right now but here's the thing (laughs) Here's the thing. I, I'm a I'm a problem with the power. The power. I'm a problem with the power. Y'all, nobody wants me to have this power on on everybody. Nobody wants me to have this power because I'm not like I. I'm principled. I'm highly principled. I have a lot of integrity, and so I'm not going to be grimy or whatever. But what I'm saying is, everybody will get dealt with. You know, not only that, I'm living a much better life after getting this power. Okay. Oh, I'm not broke ever another day. You know what I'm saying? I'm going straight to the bizank. Okay. And I'm zip zap zopping. (laughs) (laughs) My money out that John. So um before you okay, small spoiler again. Now you get into as the show gets deeper, Mm -hmm. um, we're exploring the idea of trans people Mm -hmm. having power. Yo, really? So the yeah. show goes there. Okay, that's deep. Yeah. That's deep. So, so are this... you saying? Uh, wh- please explain. Yes. Well, okay. So basically, uh, uh, one of the girls who has this power is dating this guy who she finds out later is intersex. Mm-hmm. He's not necessarily trans. Mm-hmm. He's intersex. So. You know, it's, it becomes this thing of, well, if I look like a girl and I have this anatomy, now I have to disclose this power to you. But now these, you know, masculine presenting, you know, I choose to live my life as a man. Now they don't have to say anything. Wow. And yeah, it gets deep. And, you know, the guy that she's with is basically like, this is my body. I don't have to tell you anything. But now you have the world asking these women to identify that they have this power. Yeah. So also in the show, they like hem the girls up at the school, like, um, you know, old timey. They had them like tied up with zip ties and in little pods all by themselves. Uh-huh. My thing was like in the show, it was like, why did the school got that stuff? Like the, it was quick. They were like day one. 
2700 petitions what i'm saying is it and straight straight like that though because it was like day one it was like all right the girls got the little power by day two the school was ready to shut it down down. shut it down they were like y'all can't even come to the school no more they wouldn't even let the girls ride the bus yeah that was grimy like i'll zap this whole and that's another thing i'll zip zap this whole bus (laughs) i'll turn this whole bus into a battery don't play with me (laughs) you know what i'm saying and that's probably why they didn't let the little girl on there but here's here's an here's my point if that girl got on the bus and everybody did what left Left her alone alone. nobody got to worry about it but and that's all you know what i'm glad that you brought it back down to grab zero because that's where it's all it's about it's it's so serious like bruh it's you're really rarely gonna find a lady who is gonna take that power and 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 use it for bad you know what i'm saying in the show even the women for the most part are using it to protect themselves and protect the people they're with it's you know what i'm saying can you going balls to the wall saying just zip zap zapping people okay we're not unlocking the the vaults Mm -mm. Because I'd be unlocking the vault. I'm telling you, that's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm in the main frame, okay? <laughs> beep, beep, beep. You know, <laughs> call me, beat me. You know what I'm saying? I'm on, I'm on a different. Um, okay. I'm, you know. I, I'm wiring myself money in the Bahamas right now with a zap of a finger. Tell me about it, okay? Hackers, baby. Okay. Hackers. I'm, I'm on top of it. Like, for real, for real. It's a great, it's a great, great show. It's relevant to. A lot of things, you know, it's a metaphor for a lot, you know, women's suffrage, women's rights, equality. Um, just you know, it, it was it was a really good show. It it was a little slow, um, in the beginning, you know, starting to put some pieces together and things like that. But once you really get into it, I'm finished with it. It was a great watch. So to bring this back to um, Ted Lasso, because like I said in one of our earlier episodes, this is a Ted Lasso stand podcast. Mm-hmm. One of the dudes in the show plays. Um, yes. Uh, uh, what's his name? Sam Obasanya from yes. Ted Lasso. He's so, really good in this. He is really good in this. I enjoyed it. It was like we also got to see a little bit of Africa. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, Nigeria, Lagos. Um, that's where Sam's it's, character it's a power from. spreading. It's global. Um, oh, yeah, and, and also how different geographical regions react to this happening, and mm-hmm. you see the African response. You see the response, and you know, I mean, well, I didn't say well. Nigerian response is mm-hmm. different from the Saudi Arabian response and different from the response you get in America. Like it's all in the UK. Up. There's like a British girl and uh yeah, with a dad who. All right. So spoiler alert, spoiler alert. But I got to ask you, B, don't tell yeah. me the answer if you know okay. for sure, but maybe do tell me the answer. Cause I'm really curious. Uh-huh. Um, But the dad of the British girl he he's the one that set up um the like for the ma to be killed or whatever spoiler alert i believe so right because i yeah. right 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 yeah. right okay okay because i like when i'm watching well, the it's show, not really a spoiler alert because it doesn't make sense to them because they haven't watched it yet i mean i mean i don't know maybe you have watched it but yeah yeah if but yeah i'm i'm a hundred like bruh because i was like it's the day of the wedding like i know for a Common sense, bro. He seems like a shady little mobster kind of guy. Yep. The dudes knew who they were coming to kill. Yep. 
He was supposed to be alone. So I was like, listen. Yep. Yep. That he was setting that up. He was setting it up. And then and then he was mad about it because here's the here's what I thought about. If you send someone to kill your not even ex-wife, but like baby moms or whatever, you're sending your best guys. So he had to get rid of one of his own best guys. And yep. so and that's why he was not gonna let her get the other one, bro. Like he was like, it's enough. <laughs> Yeah, he he was he was like, nah, I lost one, bro. I lost yeah. one. Can't have yeah, that. Was, that was yet. pretty intense. Yeah. Gnarly yeah. though, but that's the thing about the show, right? So I'm thinking it's kitschy. I'm thinking it's heroes, and heroes does go there a little bit. But this show is it's on Amazon Prime. It's giving you all every bit of R rated or oh yeah, know. for sure. So you know, maybe even NC seventeen for real, like just because it's some of the yeah, some of the themes and like everything going on. I, I, I definitely, I am curious. Even though I've finished the show, the young black girl who they're realizing is more powerful than everybody else. Yeah, yeah. Oh, she's who's she talking to? Who the hell is the voice in her damn head? Yes. What is this girl's true power? Is she the leader of the mall? I, 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 these are questions that still need answers, and I finished the show. Word. So, it's, do you think they're going to get a second season? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, that's good. I mean, I'm definitely curious because there is a character in there, the black girl. She has the powers, but she's like, she's abused or whatever and has been quiet for years, right? Yeah. And then one day, basically, like, she starts hearing a voice in her head that, like, amps her up. And kind of helps her understand her powers and how to navigate. But it's like all these other girls have powers too, and it don't sound like nobody talking to them. And this Correct. this voice is gassing old girl up. They're like, Correct. She because like when she found out she had the powers, she was like, Oh, this is my what this voice must mean when it's like this oh, voice know. is like your grandmother. It's like this voice is like she runs the usher board at church. Like yeah, yeah. It's it is giving uh, like elder stateswoman. Yeah, she's like, baby, you have the power. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> yes, encourage me. Yeah, no, I I I like Loki. Want the voice and don't want the voice, but um because the voice be like hipping her to game the voice be like don't go over there absolutely she do anyway and then she like damn this kind of suck and the voice be like i told you i had already said so i mean what are you gonna do at that point you know i mean that's the thing is like how hard do you listen to the voice in your head that's clearly not your voice correct you know what i'm saying i i think that um I think this show is going to be a lot more popular with people because women's empowerment in that way was, like you said, like charmed. Mm-hmm. Buffy the Vampire Slayer, you know, the craft where it was more like witchy poo, you know? Mm-hmm. And this is like, which we are seeing a lot more, you know, female superheroes and female leads and, you know, to have a whole cast that is, you know, sharing the same powers and everything, you know, of course it's, it's, it's female TV right now for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yellow jackets is also doing really well. Yeah. Season two yellow jackets. I think I don't, I actually haven't seen it, but I think it's like some girls get, I don't know. I haven't watched it. LOL. I'm, I'm like disqualifying myself from the conversation, but uh, what I believe it's about is like some girls get, left in um like there's an accident or something and they're in the woods and then like have to yeah 
convert to cannibalism or something. Yeah, there's like or something we- along those lines. It feels kind of very Lord of the Flies. Yeah, yeah. With, you know, Even, just like the other show we were talking about. It's exactly. It's- which is it's a perfect segue to talk about uh, the other girl power show. And it's interesting when I say girl power show, I guess I just mean there's a lot of girls in it and they are not sex objects. Um, right. <laughs> so uh, this other show is called Class of 07, also on Amazon Prime. Yeah. And uh, actually, so when I first saw the trailer for this one, this mm-hmm. one is about a group of girls who all went to the same boarding school. It's an Australian comedy also, which mm-hmm. I think is notable to mention because uh, I guess comedy can come from anywhere. And yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of that happening on TV, you know. I mean, for me, it was like the only like, uh, I don't know too many Australian comedians, but I know that those dudes, the Flight of the Concords come from New Zealand, I believe. Yeah. And um there's like a couple other you know i mean a couple other people from i i and this is i'm sure offensive to australians and new zealanders for comparing them even though and it's funny even though like they're right in the same place but apparently you're not allowed to (laughs) compare them or something right like you guys are the only two cultures that have the same sort of accent i get like and y'all are down there and and they will be like oh you can't tell the difference between like the yeah like i'm a new zealand accent and it's like like what no bro i can't tell the difference but i mean sometimes i can if you do them like back to back but you have to be like this is australian and then and maybe that's my american ignorance showing you know and that's fine i mean we're not from new zealand or australia (laughs) (laughs) i think that you actually did hit the the tweaks of both right there so um very impressive b i'm not gonna lie um i i love a good accent i've never been good at accents anytime i do accents they all sound exactly the same it'd be like oi <laughs> i can't even i got <laughs> pretty good at accents if i hear someone i'm really good at mimicry i feel like mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. like i do a really good like jamaican style accent but there's also a difference between a trinidadian accent and like mm-hmm. when you get into those little nuances it's more music in my head than it is like you know, whatever. We'll get into that. But Class of 07, yes, let's get into it. It's very Lord of the Flies. Very Lord of the Flies, right? So all these girls are all go to the same boarding school and they um, end up in, um, you know, together at their 10-year high school yeah. reunion. Yeah. Uh, and while they're at this reunion, there's some major apocalyptic event that causes everyone else to like be dead low-key and they're like the last remaining it feels like last remaining people which which needs further explanation i feel like y'all could have gave me a five-minute montage of the shit hitting the fan yeah i I thought it would be my guess is that it was too expensive yeah, I mean, I, I mean, just recall a tsunami from 95 or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. hit us with the OG I footage. But, that, you know, what, whatever it is, is water-related. Mm-hmm. Something about the, I guess, the polar ice caps melted or something. But because they're... It's like flash melting, like flash flooding. Yeah, but, but, but apparently they're at, like, the highest point 
in yeah that's the why they lasted yeah so they're on top yeah. of a hill essentially now what's funny is here that even though this is their 10-year class reunion they start to dissect the hierarchy and basically the high school bullshit all over again they go right back into it right, i mean grown ass women 100 percent. now i want to ask you though as someone i went to high school with yeah uh if you were trapped in an environment trapped in an environment with only the girls that you went to high school with same class we'll just say class of 06 shout out you know go panthers i'm um, an automatic leader Auto, you're an automatic leader. You're you are your bad girl. Be handling. No, your I, I, not in the mean girl way. Mm-hmm. In more so the um. How, okay, but how do you not be a bad girl and lead? I mean, like as someone who currently has a subscription. Well, my girlfriend does currently has a subscription to Zeus Network and has been watching Baddies <laughs> West. <laughs> I'm asking, how could you be a not be a bad girl and be and lead? Maybe not in a okay. Maybe I wouldn't say automatic leader, but I my brain in a group setting of people is automatically trying to organize and figure things out. Mm-hmm. I want to know if I am not the leader, who is going to lead, and what's next in place. Mm-hmm. I like a plan. I, and, oh, I'm with that. I'm with that. Yeah, I and as someone who you know who went to high school, you know, with high school together, I was never super clicky. I just pretty much knew everybody. So yeah. I feel like I have a gentle enough voice that people will be able to hear me out, but I don't have to necessarily be the mean girl. Mm. I now, believe that. I believe that. There's a part of me though that can be that B-I-T-C-H. If we have to go there, we will if go we there. Gotta go there. But and I don't want to go. But you don't want to. Okay, okay, okay. Understood, understood, understood. I can say that at this big age that I am right now, if I were to go back, I <clears throat> I think similarly would be like, if I'm not the leader, then who is the leader? And I'm not going to lie and say like, I would, I mean, I'm asking important questions. I'm checking the leader also. I'm not yeah. just going to lead blindly. But I really feel like me personally, I might be, I might, I might try to go out on my own a little bit. And that's honestly, that's like absolutely the opposite, you know, moral of the story <laughs> for this right. show. But Keep it, it, real. it sounds awful, bro. Because <laughs> really you're in a situation suddenly where you have to trust everybody. Correct. And I think that, so basically as the story goes on, you know, they're realizing that, you know, there's no one coming for them. And that as far as their eyes can see, there's no one to be found. And what's crazy is like, of course, like randomly there's like a girls row team that's Yeah, they you know, can they can row. So they they some of the girls there, they they row. They already yeah. have the skill. Which now, is good. The, the, I would be the, going in circles in them both. Correct. Okay. Or um yeah. <laughs> the, the queen bee of the group mm-hmm. is like the mean girl. Of oh, she's straight up Gretchen. She's you know Regina freaking George Regina of George the group level. Yeah, and you know to the point where 
she's starving the girls. Mm -hmm. Um, if they, if she's, you know, having them keep up appearances, even though they're yeah, like, keep their hair done and is weird. Keep their hair done and their makeup. And now they figured out a way to produce electricity and, you know, kind of feed themselves and they're getting it together. And throughout the story, you see that they did need some overall structure. Yeah, However, they, did. they did. They did. They did. The way that it happened was mean girls. I mean, she was like, yeah, like if you don't, if you don't bite, you don't eat. If you're yeah. not following and my rules, you don't eat. And everybody, that's that's the that that's the weird part for me, right? That group think thing. So even in a situation like that, one person can one hundred percent usurp power. Like when yeah. I'm watching the show, I'm 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 gonna be thirty five, okay? You know what I'm saying? Right. You ain't gonna tell me nothing. No, why bop this hoe upside the head? Boop, boop. And going about their business. Literally, I mean. For me, it was, I think that was kind of the wildest part. I was like, but at the same time, I was like, I really do think it would be really easy to make people sheep in this way. Or, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah. like not complacent, but like submissive. Like, everybody Correct. doesn't want to lead. I absolutely understand that. Correct. I don't even really want to lead. I just also will not be led astray. You the feel order. me? order, exactly. So. And I don't think that we, uh, I can only base it off of my own high school uh, career mm -hmm. that at Kate Branch was so diverse that don't get me wrong, there were mean girls, 100%. but there weren't mean girls to the point where it was like, let's follow what she's doing and listen to everything she has to say. I mean, if there were, I mean, please, I mean, I, I would love for you to name drop, but um, boop, we we had a couple of mean girls, but I just don't feel like it was to yeah. the point. <laughs> <laughs> like we're like, this bitch can make me do what I don't want to do in the event that apocalypse was outside and I'm fending for myself just to eat. Yeah, I can't imagine there's anyone in at the at high in high school that we went to school with that I would um you know, um, that I wouldn't step to at this point. But there's definitely people that we went to high school with that I know would be um, at least also trying to lead. You know what I mean? Like, the you know, some folks. Pretty much I, anyone who was on a, uh, uh, what is that, yearbook? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. They were um, savages. Um, and but student I, government. SGA. Um, yeah, for sure. I mean, I don't really remember too much SGA, uh, but there definitely would be. Well, what I'm saying is I don't remember that. I don't, don't remember them either, but I think those are the exact type of people that would try to yeah. step up in those situations. Now, yeah. what, what another part that was wild for me was that they did fall so easily back into their high school forms. Now, yeah. Have you could would you say that you've ever, um, like if you've been in a group of high school people, do you kind of revert back to, you know what I mean? That yeah, foolery, right? It, it it's a wild phenomenon. It is. It's it's it is wild, but 
in that, you know, you're talking about, granted, you know, people say like, you know, high school is just like, you know, the small period of your life, but it affects who you are as an adult, how you form relationships, you know, just some, some people's hardest times of their lives were in high school. A hundred years, bro, for years. Yeah. And so why would you not, you know, easily flip back down into either that comfort zone or there of course would be people who try to be, you know, the polar opposite of what they were in high school, Mm -hmm. but it's easier to assimilate. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's something that I would really fight against because uh, I'm I'm such a different person, I think, than I was in high school. I mean, I think just more sure of myself. Correct. Um, so I, it, for me, it would be like a challenge to be like, I have to stay here grown up and grounded because it is so easy to just jump back into it when I get around my high school friends you know and you know it's funny like my cousin I grew up with and I obviously consider her my cousin first but we started I mean we hung out our whole lives but like we had like a group of friends in high school and so in the a few and rare occasions that I've hung out with that whole group again we have acted like children like just yes. obnoxiously loud and, yes you know we're in the pizza hut um doing too much <laughs> making you know just nonsense and so for me it really rang true that like when they got in that situation they were right back there you know because that's also how you know how to relate to those people but and that's all you know if you don't have a relationship with them outside of what it was in high school I don't know who you are now. I can only go off of the person that I knew then. Um, I think that the show evolved. And, you know, of course, I keep calling it like this Lord of the Flies thing because it was very much. It started as chaos. It started as chaos. This is all we have. What the hell are we doing? How are we going to eat? How are we going to do this? How are we going to do that? Um, But as the show progressed, of course, um, you, you'll see if you you know watch it you know just people figuring out who they are as adults and mm-hmm. you know apologizing for you know the dumb stuff they used to do to people or finding their voice or you know I feel like it was relatable to anybody first of all it's class of 07 we graduated in 06 so mm-hmm. yeah those are our people exactly so um I just thought that the show was really well done it was like I couldn't stop watching because I wanted to see what was happening, but there were parts of it that were a bit cringy to me at how far they were willing to go to show authority and like, I'm the cheerleader bitch and you better everyone listen to me, which I don't think. And, and, and they did listen for probably way too long, but they did, they did, you know, the show, I'm pretty sure it's a limited series. So I don't think, there's going to be a season two, but... Uh, you don't it, think so? I, I, I think it... I really think it's, like, just... I'm, I'm going to Google it right now. But I really do think it is um, a limited series. Like, I think that was, like, the whole point. Did you finish it? Oh, yeah, I watched the whole thing. I yes. That was... For me, it was much easier to... Uh, like, I binged it, you know? Me too. With the power, I was kind of like, you know... Like you said, it started slow, so I had to like labor through it a little bit. Yeah, you can come back to it. I, I did binge watch Class of 07. 
Uh, I just needed to get through it. I needed to see what was happening, how this was, because you, you see as the show progresses, there's less and less, and there are a bunch of obstacles that they have to deal with. And these girls are like making soup out of shoe soles and like, it gets real. But um, being someone who, you know, is female and went through the high school experience and I didn't have a terrible high school experience. So, um, I don't know. It's a good watch for me. I'm down. Agreed. Um, is there um I Googled, is there gonna be a second season? As of right now, this the show's not canceled or renewed. It's so, in limbo. But it's, it's got in, a ninety-six percent score on Rotten Tomatoes. Exactly. It's in purgatory right now, and we need to figure it out. But I, there's absolutely room to continue the, the show. Oh, but, for sure. I, I mean, for me, it's it is a really good case study on and, and it's an Australian TV, but these are like core things, especially about relationships among women. So for me, I found it really fascinating, fun, dark, dark humor, kind of gnarly. Too. You're it's gonna it's a little gross. Not gonna yes. lie, a little gross. Yeah. Um <laughs> Uh, I'm like remembering all the parts like maybe a lot gross actually yeah a little <laughs> unexpected you don't quite know where the story's gonna go and I like that I, I like that I didn't know what was gonna happen in the end mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but so I, I was rooting for them 100% though like 100% and so for me, Amazon Prime, honestly, I think hit on both of those shows. I think the power, if you if you were a heroes type person, um, or was into Charmed and and the Buffies, you might you you might find something you like in those shows. You know, strong female lead. Shout out to Netflix for if you didn't watch Buffy that. the Vampire Slayer, then what were you doing? Because WB had it locked down with the Frog. I mean, W bro, listen. You're talking about Seventh Heaven, freaking Sabrina, Mm -hmm. Buffy the Vampire Slayer, Charm. Like, come on. Angel was on there. Angel. Um, wow. The WB had a lineup for a cool minute. The Wayans Brothers show was on there. Yep. And they would they would do. uh, Do you remember on the WB? It was like the Dancing Frog. And then yeah, and he would talk, tell us that it was time to go to bed. Yeah, exactly. and that, that, that the, the ratings were about to change, and you know their TV PG like he would be like singing us to sleep, and my mom like she would see the frog and be like, "Y'all got thirty minutes before y'all supposed to go to bed." So uh, I just want to also mention a couple other shows that were on the WB yes. since we're on the topic, the Steve Harvey Show. Period. Felicity, Dawson's Felicity. Creek. Come on. Come on. The PJs. Come on. Um, J- the Jamie Foxx show. Shout out to Jamie Foxx. Like, gotta definitely put some prayers up in the air for old boy. I've been listening to Jamie Foxx now for like a week straight. Like, ever since I've been listening to his comedy, his music. Mm-hmm. Prayers yeah. up, bro. Yeah, prayers up. If you don't know, haven't heard, that's also bonkers but jamie fox had a medical complication happen maybe a week and some change ago at this point two weeks maybe and uh he was rushed to the hospital according to his daughter he is already healing up but did you you read about 
like exactly like what happened how he had to like be revived and yeah i heard that he had to be revived yes so i don't i thought he had a stroke that's what i under the assumption that they were basically saying that he was showing signs of having a stroke and that i guess once it all transpired he had to be revived by the medical staff i didn't know that stro- i guess strokes obviously can cause cardiac arrest or anything because it's Correct. a stroke so but yikes bro also i mean like you look at a guy like jamie fox he looks like he's in shape he looks I said the same thing. he looks healthy like i mean you see uh, i don't know how many of y'all are watching uh you know uh network television but you know he's got the show the beat shazam show yeah um, he's like you know he was filming a movie currently with what's her name um the white girl with the spanish name uh cameron uh, diaz thought, yeah they were Boom. talking about um, um uh, is, is that racism I it's called like- <laughs> i apologize uh the white girl with the, uh, the spanish name uh cameron diaz um Canceled immediately. Canceled. <laughs> uh, no, no disrespect. I, I, healthy. Like, no. It really fell out of nowhere, bro. Uh, out of completely nowhere. And the film that so, he was filming is like back in action or something, which is yeah, uh, ironic as fuck. But it's, yeah, I know, right? It very, uh, it's creepy, but um, yeah. What Where's that? Why are we talking about Jamie? We were talking about Jamie Fox. WB shows. Yeah. All right. Thanks everybody for connecting the dots with us. Um, and not to mention all the cartoons, Animaniacs and uh Pinky and the Brain. That I still watch. Jim. So shout out to the WB. Really had a thing going. Yeah. But uh, so uh, honestly, to get back to those shows that we were talking about a little bit before we get into our final topic of the day, um 100 percent check them out i mean if you don't like them tell us and tell us why we'd really actually yeah. like to know um but for me because i do love a girl show i think both of them hit i think both of them are interesting and you're you know it's different kind of tv it's you know I, it's- you know what i'm so glad that you said that because although there is so much tv that you can watch you know things fall into these same kind of categories a lot where you really can't put either of them in any particular box. Mm-hmm. So I appreciate watching something um totally different. And um, you know, that goes into the next show that we're talking about. Something that just my brain connects to that I wouldn't think about connecting in that way. And it was an enjoyable, fluid watch for both shows for me. Yeah. Definitely, definitely, definitely. So, now that we've talked all that girl power, I think we got to talk about the, you know, the big show that just kind of happened, and that's Beef on Netflix. Yeah. So. Which, which before you even start, you asked me, had I started watching Beef? And I was like, ah, I watched the trailer, I couldn't really get into it, and then, like, I watched the first episode, and I still wasn't really into it and had to make myself sit there and by the by, by the end of the second episode i was like uh, uh, completely hooked well yeah so the, the show's a hundred percent unhinged it's it's kind of like 
Um, there these scenes and these moments happen, and a lot of the time you're really watching and you're like, "What the heck is happening?" Exactly. What is or why is this the series of events that? and and even even like when something happens in the show the way the characters respond you're like well why would you well what like these these characters are not relatable sorry to me i guess (laughs) like let me be clear um these people have they need anger management they need uh, some more anger management counseling therapy they need real friends they need now, you know what I mean? It was just like hurt people hurt people. That no, for was... real. No, for real. Like, get a therapist. Um, literally, literally. The thing with beef is if you don't know, it's basically the timeline of road rage on steroids. Yes. And an extended, um, extended, ex- yeah. extended road no. rage incident. <laughs> the, the the part about uh all of it before you dive into it that automatically connected for me i live in maryland um if anybody in maryland lives on that side you know suitland parkway is famous for shootouts happening on the road Mm -hmm. and you would be surprised at the amount of incidents that happen on this stretch of highway that are related strictly to road rage Mm And going forward, too, that road rage is something that we hear about more on the news that is now ingrained into our society as being a thing in general. Like, I mean, for me, road rage is, I I would say, like, coming from California, way more common. In California and New York, people are going to honk. They're going to, it's loud. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's also not a state where you can very easily get a gun. I'm not even fronting, right? I feel yeah. like in a place like Ohio, um, in a place like Georgia, you know, Louisiana, where you could keep that thing on you, um, right. open carry, you are less likely to encounter road rage. Full stop. Just because you pull up on someone you don't know what they got in their wagon you don't know what nobody's rolling with and and similar to you know that stretch of highway in maryland which i am also familiar with um where like in maryland is not an easy place to have a gun um but you can get one but you can keep that thing on you and so you it's not a place where you want to be talking too tough if you're Correct. not really ready to escalate it. Correct. So. And and the 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 jump off with the whole beef thing is that of course people have their own deeply rooted issues that they just kind of take out on people, you know, because it's easy, it's quick, it's happening, it's in the moment. But you really don't know. People is crazy, bro. Like People's We're crazy. living in a wild world where road rage is like a real thing where people are toting the gap because you cut them off in traffic, bro. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, it's kind of, I think the show is way more indicative of like something that could kind of only happen now that you could get kind of so caught up in someone else um, because they wronged you. And, you know, you feel maybe like there's, you have no other way to 
um react yeah. or a way yeah. to you know yeah. have some retribution that maybe yeah you dig a little deeper and do some super crazy things but and i really have to digress because you know we're deep diving into the review part of beef um because honestly it was a good show right yeah and the day i mean in the literal day after i finished watching this show I get on the internet as I tend to do mm-hmm. and I and I get on the internet and everybody's like everybody enough people were like oh did you guys see you know David Cho he played a character like a, a prominent character in the in the show yeah. uh did you see that podcast that he did back in like 2017 or some nonsense where he basically said he raped this black lady massage therapist that he had hired um and yeah sexually assaulted her the whole nine and um how he got off on it and and the lady that he was doing the podcast with even clarified in the little clip that i saw you know she was like so you're basically saying that you can only get off if you rape someone and he was like yeah and he like laughed about it right Okay, I, 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 I definitely have to go back and watch this because what? Yeah, so that's what I'm saying, right? So I see an article basically like David Cho, you know, not is a rapist, but like told this story about raping someone. And then, you know, at the end of the article, because I had to read the whole thing and then I had to find the clip so I could right. hear it for myself, et cetera, right. et cetera. And he actually was able to get the clip taken down in a lot of places because he oh. claimed copyright right yeah so he tried to wipe it off the internet but twitter is twitter and uh, we gonna twitter that thing baby once it's on there it's on there so found the clip and yeah he tells a story it's hella disturbing um he laughs it off and then basically after he got the cho show on fx someone brought it up again um and he that's when he went on his campaign and he basically was like oh i was telling a story it was not true um i understand you shouldn't laugh or make jokes about you know raping black ladies and waka 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 um try to walk it back bro crazy nonsense stuff you you can't walk that shit back you can't walk it back also i don't why do i why am i gonna believe it's a joke i don't know it was too many details to be a joke bro i don't know the whole thing you you, you double down you stood 10 toes down on it you know so yeah exactly listen listen so for me i'm i'm hot because i'm learning all this stuff the day after i finished the show and i actually really liked the show and i was excited about talking about the show and getting to talk right. about the show and right. it's also like i mean it's all asian people by the way like it's it's steve yoon from the walking dead and no nope, yeah. and ali wong from you know ali wong things and yeah. like <laughs> and like so it's like asian representation on this dope level you know this yeah. Netflix that's not movie. crazy rich asians that's not crazy rich asians exactly yeah. it's way more like just regular normal asians and well, they're still kind of rich it's definitely still kind of rich really. well <laughs> one of them is right that's kind of the thing um and and so I learned also, you know, obviously, Ali Wong's the executive producer on the show. So exactly. people are hitting her up like, hey, you must have heard about this. Why did you pick David Cho for this role? And they asked the director the same thing. And 
Here's the thing. David Cho's not an actor, everybody. He's an he's artist. He's, he he's a podcaster. He <laughs> didn't even audition for this role. He was simply given it because he knows the people in it. So again, It was more I, relatable uh, with him and honestly, all the BS aside around it, he was the perfect person for the role. Maybe. I mean, but again, it's Hollywood, fam. You think you can't find a, a gruffy yeah. agent who um doesn't want, looks like, or can act like he doesn't want responsibilities? You Correct. think you can't find somebody who to do that? Right. Like, well, it's also really hard because it's like you get to the point of like casting and you know, who's the person in the room that says, you know, actually, you know, this person had this wild story about X, Y, and Z, and it might not be a good look for the show. Because the Hollywood's all trying to sweep that crap under the rug. Yeah, the Hollywooders are low-key okay with it. That's They're Hollywooding. They, that's why they keep picking people like this. And it, for me, it feels like a setup, for real. Because why are you making me, you know what I mean? Like... I, I want to like the show. I want to be. I want to be able to tell people, "Oh, watch it. It's cool." But now I can't in good faith because y'all picked a douchebag to be one of your representatives, and you could have yeah. very easily not picked a douchebag. Like yeah. it's not like his acting was exquisite or anything. It was. It was literally it just it being there, himself. There wasn't anything that was. Yeah, it he was, was literally just being himself, and that was um, clear. So it was like find someone who can act like that. Make it a skill. In the same breath, I'm like, y'all gonna wait until this hit ass show comes out mm -hmm. on Netflix to wanna you know they did Kevin Hart the same way not saying that what he said was right or anything but of course someone gets you know, to a certain level of success and this is what we expect for you know their dirty laundry to be aired and I mean what do you think is going way. on with Jonathan Majors fam oh my god listen listen mm -hmm. sidebar the fact that old girl came back and tried to like renege on what happened and what transpired, and in the same breath, you have other women coming forward saying, Nah, I'm doubling down. That's yeah. what happened for me. And I'm always gonna believe women, fam. I, I might not believe one woman, but I'm gonna believe women, plural. If As we're a if whole. As soon as women are coming out, as like, and that was that's always. For, I'm sorry, it's a numbers game. I'm not even trying to be disrespectful to nobody, but I'm just being 100. Like one woman might lie. 22, that's a fact. That's yeah. a fact. It's a fact. You, you start getting in four, five, six. That's, it's yeah. a fact, fam. Like I'm sorry. Well, and, and and everyone can't be out for the quote unquote the money or whatever some of these women are really just waiting for somebody else to be the first to so say they something. don't have to be the name on the court case Correct. Blase, that blase. I can just quietly slip my grievance in there and i don't have to be the the face of it all or and the focal point 100 percent, because you literally gain nothing from being that woman i mean ask any nothing. woman that's ever had to come forward fam nothing good happened nothing good happened like no. even even stormy daniels when she went you know was like oh the president you know blah 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 like uh, she ended up on the surreal life bruv like it yeah. ain't no it ain't no level up you know what i'm yeah, saying there's no leveling up there, there's 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 really not it's and just 
people in your DMs threatening to kill and rape you. Like, no cap. Yeah. And, oh, God, I just, and yeah, a part of me, wild. I don't feel bad because, you know, you know, if he did it, he did it, you know, but it's always at the height of a mofo's career. He was fitted by like, NBC, bro. <laughs> Look at Don Lemon. He's gone. Like, yeah, the Don Lemon firing that was kind of out of nowhere. What happened there? We gotta. Do I don't know. They diving. said that he said something. Or I'm like, this man has been drunk on air for New Year's for mm-hmm. years. Years. That's what I'm saying. Oh, Don Lemon. But you, you don't just fire someone for 17 years off, like on his day off, essentially without. You know, and they didn't, they fired him. You know what I'm saying? They let Tucker, Car- Tucker Carlson go. You know what I mean? He was laid off. He's going exactly. to get his money, you know, his unemployment or his whatever. His severance package yeah. and all of that. Don Y'all Lemon, fired the boy. I mean, and it must have been like the that morning. You know what I'm saying? Like he, was, he works <laughs> I, I, on I, I Mondays. Dive into that because you haven't really heard anything from Don Lemon um, as far as like a statement or anything. I haven't seen anything. But like you said, like some people are given the dignity of being let go. Y'all all over CNN talking about the man got fired. 100% though. I listen 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 anyway i digress back to beef back to beef (laughs) right Um, it it, it, beef turned up so fast that my brain was like what wait wait what it is so much to process even in the six degrees of separation that Mm -hmm. happened within the the series and just how everything is connected and how you're talking about a trickle down effect. Ooh. I mean, from the root to the tooth, down uh, to the, the police, the bro. father, the it, there was, you know, there were deaths that shouldn't happen. Oh mean, yeah, yeah, a lot, of, a lot of things should not. I mean, the whole story should not have happened. Quite honestly, I was hoping. I'll start to cut you off. I was kind of hoping we were going to have a uh, 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 a Twilight moment. A I was Twilight kind of moment? hoping oh, that like, at the end, like if someone breaks the fourth wall, to the light, and it's like this is what could happen if I flip you off, and that we all boom kosh come to the end and say none of it actually transpired. Well, it's not even a happy ending. It's, it's not, not it's not a happy ending. It's not even a sad ending though either. It's like it's like what did I just watch? That's really how I felt at the end. I was like 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 I am right now. I was like rubbing my temple. Like what happened just now? I appreciated how it ended and was also pissed off. Yeah, I mean, it's a winding story and you literally never know. You know those memes that are like never let them see your next move and so <laughs> they do that's pretty much what that show was bro like because <laughs> there were definitely moments where you're like all right this thing happened 
the next logical move would be ABC. And yeah. these boys hit you with the TUV every yeah. single time, bro. Every single time. It feels like I'm watching one of those shows where you pick what happens next. Yeah, yeah. It was very it, interactive. but it's, it's, it's like interactive, but really, you're the one that's out of the loop. And you have no idea what's happening next. And someone's pressing the buttons for you. Yeah, you're in trouble, fam. Like, <laughs> you're gonna die at the end. That's what it feels like watching that show. It was a great watch to me. Like you said, I love the Asian representation that didn't feel like Squid Game Z or like, you know, a, a lot of these um, shows, like Asian inspired shows, are like around some sort of martial arts. Uh, yeah, you know. it was like a story where the characters were Asian. And that and that informed things about them, but it wasn't like a story, like an Asian story. You know what Correct. I'm saying? They were. It happened to happen between Asian people. Yeah, which was which was also fascinating because there were like little quips in there about like Japanese versus Asian, Korean versus Korean versus yeah Chinese even, and and uh, I thought that was interesting because those 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 little, you know, tidbits aren't discussed, I think, so openly in, you know, in public. Correct. Those little quote-unquote beefs between those cultures. Um, Which it was. It was, it was. it was the beef and it was like the the inside, you know, beef and even, you know, the thing between being religious and non-religious. And, yeah, you no, know, 100%. I mean, it, it was, those characters were opposites and so, like, the struggles, it was like a class struggle, the religious struggle, gender yeah. struggles, you yeah. know, the idea of there were layers. a breadwinner, um, you know, at different levels, there were definitely layers. It, I, it, I and that's, that's why I'm so, like, I'm extra mad because it's such a good story. And now, like, and again, the day after I watched the show, I want to get on Facebook and be like, oh, I just spent, you know, the last two days having the time of my life watching this show. And I don't yeah. even feel comfortable talking about it on the Internet because right. I'm like, yikes. You, you know what I mean? The discourse is a whole different thing than I want to talk about. And it's Correct. like and I and I have to engage in that or it's discourse because, duh, like, but he did mess up like and that can't just be ignored you and you have to interrogate yeah why these people still got picked for these roles so and not even that there's no like that i've seen you know of him you know with like a proper statement yeah the apology was weak the message from ali wong and the director and the producer crew was weak all of that was whack and i'm actually i'm like high key disappointed in it like I, I just, I expected better, I guess, hoped for better, you know, in 2023, friggin' years after Me Too and yeah. years into, you know, all this stuff. Like, yeah. <sighs> that someone and listen, along this process in the casting and in the idea and in the, all of it, nobody raised a pen and said, hold on. This might not be good for the show's image. Exactly, bro. That's because if the, it was a woman, or, you know, something uh, like that. You yeah, know, or a darker person of color, if we're keeping it 100, you know what I'm yeah. saying? What Zoe Saldana couldn't be out here acting like this. No, or even Jonathan Majors. You're seeing the the fallout from 
for one woman coming forward and, you know, X, Y, and Z. We don't know if there are other or if there's even a woman that can attest to this behavior from, you know, Cho's mouth or whatever. But whether that's here or there, it was still said out of your mouth. But Mm -hmm. Jonathan Majors has been cut off from his PR team, dropped from, you know, so much stuff from roles and everything. Mm -hmm. And just it's the, 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 the parallel is. Very. Yeah, the juxtaposition is is jarring for sure. Yeah. And I mean, I'm definitely on team. Like, if you, you know, are an assaulter or a rapist, like, you don't deserve any jobs, quite frankly. Like, no. step to the side, fam. You you messed up your opportunity, you know? Go get better. And we'll reevaluate in a few years. But for me, I'm like, I don't know. I just expected better because it was such a good show that I thought talked about a lot of different things in a way that you just really haven't seen on TV yet. Yeah. And I it was a great performance from Ali Wong. It was a great performance from Steven Yoon and Yeah. And I, I wonder going forward um because it did such numbers and now you've kind of seen the 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 numbers for you know I expected you were seeing beef number one for probably like at least two weeks mm-hmm, mm-hmm, before and all the drama as, like it all happened I don't even think it's like still trending or anything not top like, 10 anymore not no. had to dip out had to dip out had to dip out that's how uh, it goes, man and that brings me back to my original point from the very beginning of this show Leave them girls alone. Leave them girls alone. I think we should end on that note. Um, <laughs> I I hope you guys. It literally all comes back to just that. Well, it really does. Ended on the same point. I and like that, that. And that's a circle. That's how we do it here at I'll Have What She's Streaming. Um, so check it out. Um, we are finna get out of here. Definitely, you know, check out the power. Check out Class of 07 on Amazon okay. Prime. Beef, tell if you've already you watched it, it yes. Yeah, t- yes, please tell us what you think. Hit us up on Instagram, she's streaming pod on Facebook, she's streaming pod. Yes, um, hit us up, we'd love to talk to you. And if you have already watched Beef, definitely tell us what you think. Tell us if, if it, if you were able to watch it after knowing what you know, because um, I, I, I love the conversation about separating the art from the artist. Can you, Correct. is it possible? It's it's for me a very personal thing, and it's it really de- depends on the subject matter. Correct. And, it's, and, it's circumstantial, one hundred percent. And it's, it's kind of like if, because people are human, right? But for me, it's like if whatever you've done gets in the way of the the art. Like if I can, if I, every time I see the art, I think of you doing something depraved to somebody who didn't deserve Correct. it, et cetera, et cetera. Then it's, it's a wash for me. It's done. It's I, the wash. art is that done. Painted the, the art, the artistry of it. And now I can't move past it. Exactly. Exactly. So if it's different for you, if you're very, you know, I'd love to hear some other perspectives on it, but Oops. Whoop whoop. Anyway, a great time. Oh, and um the Whitney Houston biopic. I refuse to watch it. I want to dance with somebody. You should definitely watch it. Everyone should watch it. It's super gay. It's amazing. They use Whitney's real voice in it. It's authentic. Okay. 
Okay, the I, actress I, I, who plays Whitney, honestly, really good casting. Giving, oh, I like her. I like her a lot. Whitney, and and it's it's it is a honest depiction of Whitney. It's yeah. it's pro- produced by Pat Houston. That's oh, Whitney's nice. um sister in law, like yeah. her brother's wife. She's actually in charge of the Whitney Houston estate at this point. I, and- I might have to watch it just because I feel like we've been getting the rough version like we got the lifetime version which is like horrible yeah and you know then you got like this book about like her and robin that came out like somebody got to do whitney justice somewhere this and this i believe is justice bro i love a biopic i saw rocket man i've seen selena the doors i've seen i mean if there's a movie about a real yes bro if there's a movie about a real artist i'm telling you i've seen it and this is listen this is as good as selena folks and i know that's that's big that's big i know that's big that's that's big i know that's big i know that's that's big 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 (laughs) muntings straight like that i think it's really good i saw it in theaters I cried, not gonna lie. You might cry, but we all have to cry about this. We have to get to a point. You know what I'm saying? Like straight up, bro. I've been beady beady bum bumming since 1995. Okay. Yeah. We have to, we really do have to get to a point where and also reintroduce Whitney's music to these younger kids, man. Like we gotta, we gotta keep that, we gotta keep it alive. We gotta keep you know, you're, her legacy you're, you're advocating alive. Really well right now. I might have to actually I'm just saying skip it every time I see it. Yeah, listen, I know. I it listen. I I love me some Whitney Houston. Okay, straight yeah. up. So all day, every day. So for me, it it was obviously always going to be emotional. Anytime I hear about her, like let me tell you, uh, I said we were going to leave, but let me tell you my yes. Whitney Houston story real quick. I mean, just a snippet of it. But when artists started doing residencies in Vegas. Mm-hmm. The very first thing I thought, because Whitney Houston was like, I'm getting my, I'm getting clean. I'm getting my life together, blah, blah, blah. I knew, yeah. I just knew that I was going to take my mom to see Whitney Houston in Las Vegas. Cause at the time it was like boys to men, Mariah Carey, like it was yeah. notable people. It was like, like oh, she Whitney. was in line to do that. Yeah. Whitney definitely getting her Vegas residency. And that yeah. was stolen from all of us, bro. It was so like. And every time I think about it, it literally do break my heart. Like tears really could come to my eyes off that because she, she was so, so much more life to so live. much to give. And her voice like was on a whole other level. So just hearing that, just like getting to hear someone sing Whitney at me. And then after I watched the movie, tell me I didn't go to YouTube and oh, watch the real Whitney all day, all night. Okay, I was in it, right? So definitely check that out and we will 100% talk about that on the next episode. So we definitely have to but before you do that you definitely watch Dion Warwick's uh her documentary on HBO Max where they're like honoring her because there's a lot of Whitney stuff in there too. Oh. Okay, I'm done. Okay. I'm done. That's wonderful. That pro tips here. So you you can't get this anywhere else folks. Um this is I'll have what she Bing bing bing. I'm Kelly B with your my co-host here Queen B. We're having a blast. Definitely, definitely hit us up on the socials. Always love. Toodles.